0: So, 25 of love every day. Today is January 25th, and this is week four, day two. I'm your host, Jesse Marks, joined by John McCrary on this fine Monday morning. How you doing today, Jesse? I'm good. You know, woke up definitely not bright and early, because we're not recording this on Monday morning, but hey.
1: It is right now Friday at 2 p.m., <laughs> and we said we would start recording at noon, and we both got up at 12.30. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, sir, indeed. But hey. Oh. Guess what, John? What? All you have is today. There's no such thing as yesterday or tomorrow. What does that
1: even have to do with what we were talking about, Jesse? Well, you see, John,
0: <laughs> that's the prompt for today.
1: Oh, but how does that how does that apply to the fact that we woke up at noon? Well, you
0: know what they say. Carpe diem. Yes, sir. So even if you wake up at twelve p.m. and you have to go to bed at twelve a.m. or ten a.m. or wait, no, ten p.m. <laughs> It doesn't matter how late you wake up or how early you got to go to bed. Seize the time you have. Seize the day. Take the time you have and do what you need to do.
1: Just got to get up and carpe them DMs. So, anywho, uh, <laughs> Past that little... What That felt really scripted, Jesse. We didn't, we didn't
0: even... It was very scripted, but we did not script it
1: at all. We didn't even write that down, <laughs> but that felt very scripted. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's the prompt for today is all you have is today space dash space there is no such thing as (laughs) yesterday or tomorrow how how does that what what does that what does that mean to you jesse
0: so to me it means exactly what carpe diem is seize the day it's taking the time you have taking the chances that you have to take chances and no matter what your starting point is whether it's 7 a.m or 12 p.m to act as if you have...
1: Act as if this is the last moment you have on Earth?
0: Yeah, in a way. Um, I was going to say something else, but yeah, that 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 makes sense, yeah.
1: Which is a little bit scary, to be honest with you. Like, so when we say act like this is your last moment on Earth, we don't mean go kiss and hug and say you love your loved ones, uh, and then crash your car into the river. <laughs> don't do that. It's not a good idea. <laughs> uh, I'm speaking from experience here. Uh, <laughs> but to make the most out of what you do have so besides listening to this podcast just if you're just watching youtube videos just get off your darn tush quit watching that rabbit hole of youtube get up and do something my man like you've got more energy than you give yourself credit for you've got more capability than you give yourself credit for just get up and friggin' do something
0: So it's kind of it, it's kind of funny that you, that you um that you talk about that because the reason I woke up at 12 p.m. today was because last night I was feeling very depressed and so I stayed up all night scrolling through YouTube in this endless cycle of just not wanting to go to bed felt that yeah so in those moments when all you want to do is kind of just crawled inside yourself and you know hide away from the world crawl up a
1: little crawl up in a little hole and die yeah in those moments you kind of have to be just you got to galvanize yourself into action you know you got to just yeah it's like it's like scaring a hiccup out of you you know what i mean no matter how much you don't want to do that like thing that you got to do just start doing it
0: i guess in a way just kind of for me it's i i kind of like shake my head and get out of this this zone because like you can very easily get on top of any any depression or any other feeling that that you are feeling you can get into this kind of concentrative zone where you block everything out and that's kind of what keeps you in those moments so in order in order to get out of those for me I kind of like shake my head and it's almost like throwing cold water on yourself in the morning It's like just shaking your head and just kind of waking up to reality in a sense.
1: Right, absolutely. And I mean, it takes a lot of willpower, that's for sure. But I mean, the first step to do that is let's say you are going down that YouTube rabbit hole. I'd say like pull yourself out of that gradually uh, and start listening to something that is going to motivate you. You know, there are a lot of motivational videos out there that when you watch them, you do feel like, Energize, you know what I mean. It's it's like the power of the mind over the body. Mm-hmm. You have to have confidence in that in order to achieve anything at all. Um, if you were to just sit back and focus on your depression and self and self pitying despair, um, then you're definitely not going to get anywhere. So if you just listen to something that is going to motivate you and, like I said, galvanize you into action, um, that would be a good way to start. That. What's another way that you could start? To break that cycle and get out of that hole,
0: just practice it. Yeah, you you can't. You you aren't going to be successful. Probably, probably you aren't going to. I'm not going to say you won't be successful, but most likely you won't be successful the first time you do it, and maybe not the second or third. But the more times you practice it, and the more times you do it, the easier it'll get, and the better you will be.
1: And even then. You still have something to pat yourself on the back for. So if you stayed in that depressive hole, in that pit, and you didn't do anything about it, then you have no reason to pat yourself on the back. And so therefore, you have nothing holding you back from falling back in that hole again. But if you try, even if you fail, you can pat yourself on the back and say, I tried.
0: Celebrate those successes.
1: Yeah, because you're not going to have this clear... Night and day difference of just like, boom, suddenly I'm more energized than ever. Suddenly I'm more positive than ever. No, it's going to be really, really small incremental changes that happen over time. And so, but if you don't celebrate every single step of that journey, then you're not going to be as likely to take the next step. Um, because when you celebrate yourself in doing something, you can, when you do it enough, um, I guess you could say you could almost trigger this dopamine release from that success, from that attempt that makes you feel good, makes you feel happy, that makes you feel better about yourself. And if you don't do that, then your brain is going to be like, oh, so I tried and I failed and nothing good came out of it. So why would I try again?
0: You know, a quote that I really like, um, I don't know where it came from, but it's anxiety is worrying about the future and depression is thinking about the past.
1: Right, right, right. Which, obviously, real quick disclaimer. That's really broad, and we know that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and it's not, it's not specifically true. You know, anxiety is a lot of things, uh, and depression is a lot of things. But the the idea that when you're worrying, when you're filled with anxiety, that it's you're a little bit more focused on what is going to happen, and how will things turn out? And depression is kind of thinking about maybe uh, your regrets or, you know, the things you could have done or things you didn't do. Um, and like like John said, it's kind of a broad thing. But that's kind of almost what it is. But I, I like the quote um, because it shows that yesterday and tomorrow, that worrying about those and thinking about those isn't going to help you in the moment. In the moment, you have to be in the moment.
1: Absolutely, because if you focus on the past and you, if you if you focus on the past, then you're wasting today. If you always focus about the future, then the future is going to pass you by.
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting because um, there's this study that shows that there's a it, or there's a difference between how you see your present self and how you see your future self. Right. So in the present, you're kind of you're focused on kind of that immediate release of dopamine and that immediate instant gratification. It's almost like, would you rather have $5 now or $10 in a couple of days? And it's like, well, I'd rather have $5 now so that I can, you know, get a candy bar or something.
1: Yeah, I guess the way that I think of it is kind of interesting, I think. I actually think of it like stocks.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: Right. So hear me out, though. So there's there's the long game and there's the short game. The short game is high risk, high reward. The long game is low risk, low reward. Um, So if you were to invest all of your money into, you know, a really like up and down company. And then if you put all of your eggs in one basket, Mm -hmm. per se, uh, you have a chance of either losing all of your eggs or doubling your eggs. And that seems exciting. But that doesn't really work in everyday life. You know, you can't just take all of your energy and use it and consume it in one go and then just be like, today's the day and then don't plan for tomorrow. So that's the confusing thing about this prompt is that you there. Yes, there is no such thing as well. Yeah, okay. I guess I don't quite quite 100 percent agree with that. You do have to still plan for tomorrow, Um you have to celebrate your everyday successes. You have to celebrate yourself and encourage yourself. So that way, tomorrow is better than today. Tomorrow is better than yesterday. Um, so if you were to put you know, one egg over here, one egg over here, one egg over here, and then wait a couple of years, then you are going to have m- more money than the person who put all of their eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be fruition in trying again and again and again over time if that if that makes any sense to apply this to the prompt there's going to be more fruition in trying little bits every day than trying to go 100 percent so the way and that, that seems a little confusing and i'm going to kind of tr- like draw this out here real quick um another way another example to use is the example that i used uh like two weeks ago um we were talking about quitting addiction so if you were to just say, I'm going to quit vaping cold turkey, you are going to be much more likely to fail and you are going to be much less likely to try again. If you were like, okay, I vaped, let's say, 200 times today, rough estimate of how much I vape, okay? Tomorrow, (laughs) I'm going to start counting and I'm going to vape 190 times. Then the next day, 180 puffs. Then the next day. And you are going to have slow and steady results that are much more dependable. Does that make sense? Did, did I kind of bring that all around?
0: Yeah. I mean, when it, comes, when it comes to quitting cold turkey, it's kind of like that double or nothing. It, it is a high risk, high reward because for those of you who are successful, it's, yeah, you're successful and you're able to quit cold turkey and there's no more problems. You're done. Um, but for those that aren't successful, you're going to have more problems. Right. Um, but then when you, when you look at it the other way, uh, by taking it slow it kind of deals with those underlying problems better than the other way.
1: Right, it can, it can actually help you to identify triggers. And if you can identify triggers, then you can better manage your response to those triggers. Um, so the way that we generally tend to think about triggers is that something happens, it triggers me, there's no stopping it, okay? What if we rephrase that? Something happens, I need to either... Attach myself to it Or detach myself From that situation I need to either Face that problem Head on Or Distract from that problem And deal with it later um, That sounds a little confusing I know I'm trying to get My train of thought Here together It's really confusing my brain right now um, So The way that we think About triggers Is Something happens And Your instinct Is to cope And With the Vaping um, Example You Something happens And your instinct Is is to find a chemical to resolve that issue or to at least numb that issue. Uh, So if, like for me, let's say my trigger, which this is true, a trigger for me is confrontation. So if if there's confrontation with somebody, my anxiety goes through the roof, my heart rate goes through the roof, and I'm vaping like crazy to try to let that chemical just slow my heart rate and slow me down a little bit and help my thinking next time that you have an instance like that where you are triggered by something a better approach to it would be okay do i need to distract do i need to distance or do i need to attack this Um, so distracting isn't a bad thing at all distracting is understanding that your current circumstance with or your current ability to, to tackle that trigger is not strong enough to be able to overcome that problem so you need to just take a step back and think about something else, and just bring yourself down, and then try again. Um, distancing is kind of the similar similar concept where you just need to understand your limitations, understand that there is a root underlying problem to that trigger, and walk away from it. It's Ex- kind of accepting defeat a little bit, um, because you have to understand your limitations. Just as some people, most people, can't quit culture quit the can't quit cold turkey so if you have a trigger in your life that causes you extreme anxiety you have to understand and you have to dig deep and figure out what underlying problems might be causing that to be a triggering circumstance and you have to understand your limitations that you can't necessarily just overcome that right now you will have to distance yourself, distract yourself, find other things to do in order to calm yourself down and handle it that way. And then next time that trigger happens, you can maybe not distance yourself, but be remain present in the situation, but focus solely on maintaining your composure. And then the next time you come across that situation, you can maybe attack that problem head on and be like, no, this, this confrontation has been giving me lots of grief, lots of anxiety and I need to stand up for myself so it's this this long and steady game of slow and I guess slow and steady progression so it's this weird, weird, weird thing where yes, the prompt says all you have is today, or there's no such thing as yesterday or tomorrow, that might freak you out a little bit, so do understand that yes it's good to, to focus on carpe diem, and try my absolute hardest for the day. But it's also good to look back in retrospective and see where I started and compare it to where I've come from and then look to the future and see where I am and where you want to be. Does all of that make sense, Jesse?
0: It absolutely does. Awesome. Um, And we've covered a lot of a range of topics from anxiety to addiction, but I kind of want to bring it back to um, back to the prompt and, and just say that in my opinion, if you were to say this in, as simply as you could, what the prompt means is the choices you make right now is the only choice that matters. It's the only, it's the only choice that, uh, you can make. Yesterday's is gone. Tomorrow is tomorrow's. Anything that you're dealing with, whether it be anxiety, depression, or addiction, The choice you make right now is the only one that matters, and it will affect tomorrow's. Um, So while, yes, you have to think about tomorrow's choices and and the actions you make today will affect tomorrow, but the only one that matters, the only one that you have control over is right now. I think that's the most important thing.
1: Right. There's nothing you can do to change the past, and there's nothing you can do right now to change the future. You can only change what you're doing right now, right? Yeah. So with that, everybody, remember to carpe them DMs. And there's one more thing. We have. We always have like a list of like either questions or like things we want to talk about. Uh, and one thing I wrote down is uh, like in, in that coincides with carpe DM is I too like to live life dangerously. And I just wanted to say that because I think it's funny.
0: You know where that comes from, right? It's a meme, right? Yeah, it comes from Austin Powers and he's playing blackjack against the evil guy the evil guy cheats and sees that he's gonna get 21 so he like asks the dealer to hit him and the dealer's like dude you've got like 17 right now are you sure and the, the evil guy is like yeah I like to live dangerously and so it's uh Austin Powers turn and he, he has like five and he's like I'm done I'm gonna stay right there and like they're like what why are you gonna do that you have five and he's like I, too, like to live dangerously. And let me guess, he probably won? No, he lost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that just goes to say, um, be careful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, just remember to focus on today. Don't let yourself be anxious about tomorrow, and don't worry about yesterday. There's nothing you can do to change tomorrow. There's nothing you can do right now to change Wait, there's nothing you can do to change yesterday. There's nothing you can do right now to change tomorrow. So focus on gradual progress. Pat yourself on the back as much as you can. Give yourself as much credit as you possibly can uh, in order to continue to spread positivity throughout your mind. Uh, And remember to start your day off right by grabbing a cup of joe and turning on uh, Love Every Day of the Podcast. You can find us on... uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can message us through all those platforms. You can message us through Love Every Day, the podcast. You can listen to us through Um, loveeverydaythepodcast.com. You can listen to us on Spotify,
0: Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts. And start your day off right. Catch us tomorrow, 7 a.m. We will be here. Hopefully, you will be here, too. And always remember to live your life with love and love your life every day. I'm Jesse. And I'm John. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Peace out. Peace.